Welcome along my aspiring allies and thank you for joining me on this latest episode of the Speaking of Inclusion podcast. This is the podcast where we explore the challenging topics of inclusion and we get confident to avoid putting our foot in it. Now today I'm bringing you another 10 minutes or less episode and today's topic is going to be about the power of an apology. So let me break down for you in 10 minutes or less how to apologise. So first thing I want to talk about is why are we even having this conversation about apologies in the first place? So for me, it's really important because something that I have noticed is that at no point during certainly at least my life or the clients that I work with, has anyone taught us how to apologise? And I don't mean when we're kids, we're told to say sorry to people. I mean, really, how to apologise, how to express that we are sorry and meaningfully tell people you know, that we we are not okay with the thing that has just happened and we accept responsibility for that. Because I certainly know being told, like, you know, go and say sorry, and begrudgingly I would trudge over to whoever it was that I had upset and say, I'm sorry. And then I'd probably be told, now say it like you mean it, and it'd come a further, I'm sorry. I still wouldn't mean it, and apparently that was acceptable. And we seem to have built this habit of just saying the word sorry as a bit of a reflex reaction to something rather than it actually being a moment where we stop and pause and think oh what have I done why did that happen and how am I going to own my actions and I'll give you an example I was in the supermarket not so long ago and someone else walked out in front of me and, and interrupted my path and yet I said sorry to them because it's this instant reaction that we have of oh sorry you know and I didn't do anything wrong and we just have this ingrained in us so the use of the word sorry for me is something that is just too easily and readily available to us and I don't think it makes a meaningful apology so what I want to break down for you is is in five steps how to make a meaningful apology and why am I doing this now because again if we don't know if no one ever teaches us how to apologize Someone has to say something. So this is a framework that I've developed that I think works really well. And for me, it's what gives me the confidence to have a lot of the conversations I'm having, knowing that inevitably, when I put my foot in it, I know exactly what to do to fix that and to move on from it. So here we go. Let's give an example. So let's say that I'm in a situation where I'm having a conversation with someone and I accidentally use the wrong language or the wrong terminology. And I can see on their face something has shifted. I mean, perhaps they're going to tell me, actually, you know, you um, let's use the example of pronouns. If I use the wrong pronouns for a person, because this is something that we seem to be quite worried about. If I'm speaking to somebody who is non-binary and they use they them pronouns and they've told me this and I accidentally um, use incorrect pronouns. So um, she, her or, or he, him. So let's say this has taken place and I know I can hear it. I've heard myself say it. I know that I've done something wrong. Maybe I don't see it. Maybe they've told me and given me that feedback to say, actually, my pronouns are they, them. So all of these these examples could occur. In that moment, I have a choice. I can just respond with, oh, sorry, and move on, and that would be fine. Or I can acknowledge that I could have caused offence because this is possibly not the first time this has happened to that person. So even if it's the first time I've done it, it might not be the first time they've been in, been in that experience. So number one is acknowledge the offence that has been caused. And quite simply, that could be me saying, I apologise, I misgendered you then. Just acknowledging that that something has happened, 
rather than just the simple, I'm sorry, really call out specifically what happened. And this links really closely then with step two, which is accepting responsibility for that. And in other scenarios, it might be even more difficult because in this scenario, of course, I know that I've misgendered this person, they've told me. Um, but there might be other scenarios that you find yourself in where someone brings you some feedback and they say to you, actually, do you know, in that meeting, you kept interrupting me and it was really difficult for me to make my point. Maybe if someone's giving you feedback in that way, there is an element of having to accept responsibility for that, even if it feels really uncomfortable or really difficult for us. And in that example, we may have to stop and really give it some thought because it could have happened maybe a few hours ago or maybe even a few days ago. So in those instances, we have to stop and look at that person and hear what they're saying and acknowledge that what they're bringing to us is that we have caused them some kind of offence. Now, we might not agree with it, but this is where we come back to the previous episode we talked about, intention and impact, acknowledging those two things are different. So might not have been our intention to talk over someone, but the impact is that the person is telling us that that is what we did. So acknowledging that, okay, I hear you, you're bringing that to me, thank you for bringing that to my attention, or I hadn't realised, thank you for bringing that to my attention, I'll pay attention. And then the second step is around accepting responsibility. Once we've acknowledged that we've caused some offence, we have to stop and think, okay, what was my part in this? So, for example, in the, in the example of misgendering someone using incorrect pronouns, accepting responsibility is, you know, looking them in the eye and saying, you know, I'm, I'm, I acknowledge that, yeah, I, did, I absolutely did that, that was my fault. I'm sorry. Yeah, that is where we can use the word sorry when it is in context with other words. And for example, if we have been interrupting someone in a meeting, accepting responsibility means meaningfully saying to them, yep, I can see that I was doing that. Absolutely, I apologise for that. And then once we have acknowledged that we've caused offence and we've accepted responsibility for that, it's about expressing genuine regret. And you can do all of these three things in one sentence. I'm absolutely sorry, I recognise I used the wrong pronouns there, I apologise. And it's I language, I'm accepting responsibility as well. It doesn't have to be big and grand, but there has to be some meaning behind it instead of just a, a throwaway, oh, I'm sorry. So how are we acknowledging that offence has been caused? How are we accepting responsibility? And how are we expressing genuine regret? And then the fourth step, which is something that can really take it from being simply words that we're using to another person into a meaningful apology is offering reparations. So it might be in some circumstances there isn't anything that you can do. So for example, if we've misgendered someone, the reparation we might offer is, I'm not gonna do that again. I, I hear you, I see you, I won't do that again. You know, But there might be other circumstances where we have done something wrong and the response might need to be, how can I fix this? How can I make this right? What can I do? to to you know to repair this between us if it's something that you've done that could impact a relationship that's important to you so try to offer a way of making reparations for the harm or the offense that you have caused because if you are accepting responsibility for that the onus is on you to at least offer that now in these four steps it might be that that apology is not accepted it might be that your offer of reparations isn't something that a person's willing to engage with. It might be that if you have misgendered someone and maybe it's not the first time that you've done that, it's gone too far and now there is maybe a way that you cannot repair that relationship. And that's something that you have to make peace with. That is something that might occur, 
Um, and we just have to be okay with the fact that we're doing everything we can within our sphere of control to apologize and to make things right. And it is completely out of our control how the other person receives that. So the fifth and final step is always about learning and moving on. What have we learned from this situation that we have found ourselves in? What is it that we are going to do differently next time? And then moving on to do that, because I don't know about you, there are times when I've maybe done something wrong and then I spend a little bit of time afterwards sitting there thinking, oh God, I can't believe I said that. I can't believe I did that. And I really beat myself up about it. And yes, sometimes sitting in that discomfort can really help us figure out and remember not to do something in the future. But when we stay there too long, it means we're not listening to anything that's happening after that fact. We're not engaging properly. And it might mean that if we stay in that place, whoever it is that we've had the interaction with, we might behave differently around them going forward and not necessarily in a positive way. So it's really about taking the learning from the interactions that we have and using that to be better. So we are learning and we are moving on. We're putting it behind us. So here are the five steps again. Acknowledge that offence or harm has been caused. Accept responsibility for our role within that and express genuine regret for the thing that happened. Then, if it's appropriate, offer reparations or ways that you can fix things. And finally, for yourself, learn and move on. And here's one key thing. If you get to the first steps where acknowledging that offence has been caused and accepting responsibility for that, and you're thinking about it and you think, actually, I don't accept responsibility for this or I don't agree that offence has been caused, don't apologise. Take the feedback you have been given, thank the person for giving you that feedback, and tell them that you need some time to reflect on this so that you can figure out what that means for you and how you, you are going to choose to respond to it. Because honestly, making a meaningless apology or just saying sorry and walking away and not doing the work to think about what just happened or not exploring it to find out is this my fault? Is there something I need to do here? It doesn't, it doesn't help anybody. So meaningful apologies are what are going to build and keep your relationships um, in a positive and preferable light. And meaningless apologies aren't really going to serve anybody because you won't be able to learn and the other person isn't going to feel heard or validated in their feelings. So that's it for me. Five steps of how to apologise. I hope this has been helpful for you. Um, if you've got any thoughts or feelings on this episode, please reach out and let me know. I love to get your feedback. It helps me shape future episodes. Um, and if you've got anything that you want to share on social media, please do. We are at the Speaking of Inclusion podcast on Instagram and also on LinkedIn. And I would love to have your thoughts and share any information with you there. Have a great rest of the day, aspiring allies. <laughs>